Yeah. I feel like you kind of buried the lead a little bit, Slee. You told us you went to go uh, get pizza and wings, but the fact that you had meatballs on the side, Chris would have been into that too. Chris needed to know that there were side meatballs involved. When you see... I'm listen. I, I'm not. I, we had plenty of food. You don't need any more food. But if there's a side it? of meatball for three bucks, sure. And there's it's just homemade. There's it? marinara sauce. Was it was golf ball. Um, a little bit bigger baseball? than a golf ball. No, definitely not between a, a racquetball. Smaller than a tennis ball. Okay. Yeah, like ra- which is the right ball. which is the right size. Yeah, that's a good size. Because you get too big, I'm like, what? What's what's in this it's whole like thing? It's like a five bite meatball. If it's too small, you're like, you know, you want more, you want more. Usually they come with like three if they yeah. if you get the small ones. Yeah, yeah. And just get the bread and just dip it. Racquetball sized meatball sauce. I was just waiting people. for sauce to come everywhere. Should be a shirt. Like I I ordered the side meatball. <laughs> like you you've entered a whole new layer of culinary experience when you you're side meatballing. You know what I was randomly going to do yesterday and then figured out the whole car situation is just a whole different thing i was like i'm gonna go hit some i'm gonna go hit some balls yeah i thought i was gonna go hit some balls it actually wasn't even my idea it was lady slee's idea okay we didn't have a laker game yesterday so it's like four o'clock i'm like i'm gonna go hit some balls can i ask you a quick question before we go any further in this because i got a lot of follow-up questions um you okay like, just a random trip to Magic Mountain in the middle of the week. You don't play golf, but you're just going to randomly well, go I have hit clubs a bucket in the of back balls. of my car. <laughs> everything, you, did you fall down, hit your head? Is everything all right? Is league pass broken for some no, reason? I think, I think that's what happens. I think you get, when the season starts, you get so accustomed to having evenings taken up. Like, today's a good example. Basically, from 4.30 to midnight, I'm done. You're busy. That when you don't have one of them, you're like, well, what do I do? Oh, I understand that. I, do I don't. Do? I, I'm I'm the same way. But if you would have told me, hey, Trav, I you know I didn't have a Laker game last night, and I watched Doomsday videos for an hour, I'm like, yeah, it sounds like. Well, hell. I do that later. I <laughs> yeah, do that like, before I go to bed. <laughs> I, I understand. That's what you it's do. Like at but nine. Magic Mountain and go to the driving range. Those would have been way down my list of guesses. That's fair. So I don't I don't have an answer for you. you Did need you to be go working on your three? So I I get ready to I get ready to go, and I'm like. I actually didn't even think about this. I got the clubs in the back of my car. Well, my car is at Lexus Santa Monica. So I'm like, all right, well, there goes that idea. The one day in my life that I'm, I, I say to myself, let's go hit some balls. Where were you going to go? I'm curious. Uh, South Pasadena. Okay. Arroyo. Arroyo Seco? Yeah, Arroyo Seco. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. But you know what they do have? They had miniature golf. <laughs> Did you go play putt-putt golf? Me and her had played miniature golf. What? Did you win? It was actually pretty fun. Um. She kind of cheated a couple times. Listen, I ended up winning, but let, what do you do in this situation, all right? We went, um, and she doesn't play, so we are just both having a good time about it. If you hit the ball, first, there were times where she hit the pad before she hit the ball. Sure. Everything just moved. Everything moved. The balls are everywhere. Um, what do you do when she hits the ball, but she didn't hit it hard enough, so it went up a hill. It rolls back. And it rolls back. Does that count? Of course it counts. I didn't let it count. <laughs> I told her, okay, you get a free pass. Go ahead and do it again. So she was getting, you know, she had some mulligans. She had some moments where sometimes she hit it and went off the path. <laughs> Didn't like, just bring the ball, the ball back. Went from the volcano hole to the windmill hole. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to gonna go over there, uh, right? You get the, it's the miniature race, golf's race fun, man. I haven't played miniature golf in a long so, time. Yes. It is for about 20 minutes. And then you're like, okay. This, we were, this we were there. I'll tell you how time. long we were there. 30 minutes. Yeah, that was it. That's about the right amount of time. That was it. That's about Just kind of right get that in and get out of the way. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to North Hollywood. Check in with Steve. Steve, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Steve? Hey, you know, you guys were talking about the AD trade. And, you know, it's something that going back in time, uh, I remember having called the station and having arguments with Ireland about, you know, how much is too much to give up. And, and at the time, you know, he was just adamant that it didn't matter. It didn't matter. You give up everything. You got to get him. And there's so many factors and you kind of discussed it when, you know, you said that both, both things can be true. You were going to trade for him. You had to trade for him. He, he wanted to be a Laker. He was demanding out um, and basically the, the GM, David Griffin, uh, knew that he had to move him. But you didn't have to give him everything. And David Griffin versus Rob Palenka, right, was a mismatch, okay? And he, he was like uh, Steve Martin, you know, in The Jerk, just 
wandering around. Uh, David Griffin's like, I'm in an ashtray. And, and, and he's just taking stuff because he knew, he knew that the Lakers uh, weren't really in a position to say no, but they kind of were. And he was going to be a free agent. So there was a way to do this where, okay, we're going to give up a lot, right? You're going to get Brandon Ingram, who was the center of that deal. And you're going to get uh, Lonzo, and you're going to get Josh Hart, and you're going to get multiple first-round picks, but you're not getting... Steve, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in. I, I, I will say this. By the way, that's a fair argument to make. If he wants to make that argument, you and I were making the argument of, hey, doesn't it look now, when you look back at that trade, you say to yourself, where are the Pelicans going? They mm-hmm. still got a couple picks left that are going to come from the Lakers. Pelicans look like they're in a good spot. Uh, Brandon Ingram has continued to develop as a good role player, better than a role player. Yeah. He's not, you know, Austin Reeves, but he's also not Giannis Tentacumpo. So or Chris Middleton or whatever. Yeah. Actually, actually, Chris Middleton is probably a decent comp of that type of a player, where he's the second, third best player on the team. Whatever it is, but that argument that's a fair one. If you want to say, hey Lakers, why didn't you just wait a year and? Anthony Davis would have signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. I can't really argue that one. And and if there's and you know I remember at the time there were other teams that were going to try to. I think Boston was on that list for trying to go get Anthony Davis. And it was AD like you guys can trade me wherever you want. It was clutch. You could trade me wherever you want. But if you trade me, I just want you to know I'm walking after this deal is done. I'm gonna go to the Lakers. Yeah. That's that's a fair argument to make. Were you did you want to kick the can down the road? for one year with LeBron James. And I think there was some pressure for the Lakers to try to make that move right away. And by the way, within a year, they won a championship. I think there are two different conversations here. I think the the one conversation that you and I were having over the last handful of segments was, you know, what they did give up, was it worth it? Where they are right now, was it worth it? Where the Pelicans might be going and where the Lakers might be going, was it worth it? That's what we were Can I just say that the, what is worth it? Rudy Gobert was traded this summer. For a 2023, all first rounders, 2023, 2025, 2027, uh, top five protected 2029, pick swap 2026. I think there are times where the market is different than it changes every time. But it's also, it has a great deal to do with the people that are negotiating these deals, right? That that what Danny Ainge might do or what the people in Minnesota might do is different than New Orleans and L.A. Personalities factor into this a great deal as well. I think the, the argument that the caller was making I, I think is a different one that you got fleeced in the deal is different than was it worth it that you could have paid less is different than would you have done it anyway right because to your point when when you're making the this isn't a perfect comparison because neither one of these teams really punched their ticket but go back to last year Daryl Morey you knew that he had to trade Ben Simmons you knew he had to do it Ben Simmons wasn't coming back Ben Simmons had his feelings hurt Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid were kind of done with the guy you knew James Harden wanted out of Brooklyn right and you knew that James Why? Harden Brooklyn's running so well right wanted now. to go be with Daryl Morey again right they wanted to get together and, and put the band back together you knew there was a deal there it's just a matter of what's going to be in the deal how much is it going to take what do we have to do and it was a game of chicken and I'm going to wait longer I know you're going to come back to me at one point the criticism of the deal could have been that they put too much into it, that Anthony Davis, like you said, was coming to L.A. It's just a question, are we going to do it now or are we going to do it over the summer? Are we going to make the trade now or are we going to do it later on, right? And if you say, look, I know I'm going to get him, I don't have to throw in that pick swap or the other pick or whatever it might have been, right? Take your pick on whatever it is to kind of just say, I know what the value of this is. I know, they have to move him, and he's only saying he'll come to me. I have leverage here. I don't have to give you everything I have to get this done. I got to give you a lot because I can't just look like a, a bozo in this thing if I'm the New Orleans Pelicans. But I don't have to get that. That is a separate argument to, hey, this is what it costs. This is where we are. Would you do it all over again? Those are two different things to me. But I think your point, it's a really good point about not every trade is not created equal. No. What's the position that the other team is in? Um, is This is one that always factors in. Braun is on your team. He just went one year being on your team, and you didn't make the playoffs. He's on your squad. whole reason why you, brought, why you brought Braun here is to go take advantage of an opportunity like this so you can bring another star to the Lakers. How many years did the Lakers go? You know, once Kobe um, retired from the Lakers, and even before Kobe retired, 
Kobe, we weren't playing with competitive teams on the Lakers. It had been a long time since the Lakers landed a star. And here now you had something in front of you where you could have arguably the two top five players in the NBA on your team. You don't waste time of kick the can down the road for another year with LeBron James. So the 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 situation was different. Every situation is different. I thought at that time the Lakers were obviously trying to just take advantage of a window. Just kind of wanted to throw that one in there to see if I like that better than the transition for the Brady Bunch. I got a random one for you. Okay. Hard left turn. Tom Brady gets beat by the Rams this weekend. Okay. Does he just say, you know what? F it. I'm done, man. Wait, 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 wait. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't want to do I My marriage blew up. I'm on a three and six team. Uh, I, this, this, I got the coach fired. It hasn't changed anything. Can I just quit? I could be wrong on this one, but I don't think I am. Didn't you say before the season started that you wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady didn't play out the year? I did. I know the circumstances different, I, all I, that stuff. I did. But you said something along those lines. Yep. Okay, they play the Rams, which, uh, yeah, no one's looking at the Rams here thinking that. Um, let's just say they're not the two top teams that <laughs> were playing each other. The three and four against three year. and five. Okay, so that, let's say that they're three and six now. Yeah. We're not going Falcons to win over the weekend or sure. no? Now they're five and Falcons are now five and four. Okay. <laughs> Creating some separation. <laughs> There's some real separation there. But look, there he's won was what? Won the Super Bowl seven times. Yeah. He's been to it ten times. I've said every record. I think he stays. I, I'll tell you why. I think because he doesn't have what he had before going home. Like this the distraction, the like football might actually be the reason why. He just stays in it to just kind of stop the distractions of what happens now, life after football, and the fact that he is going through a divorce. So I think he probably stays in it. He might, but you the thought of— The football part is gone. The I think football mentally, part's gone. My marriage is gone. Like, I, I just want to go sit on a beach somewhere. I just want to chill. I, I need to get the hell out of here. I, I think what? that would drive me crazy if that was a situation. Work sucks. Home sucks. Now what? We really only have two places to go, right? Home and work. These are the two places we go. Occasionally, you can hang out with some friends. Yeah, right? But you're either, we're three and six. I got the coach fired, and this this sucks. All my good players are hurt. Gronk's going to do whatever he's doing. I can't, I, I'm, I haven't eaten in seven months. <laughs> you know, I, I, what, what the, Giselle is, you know, off hanging out with whoever she's hanging out with. And my kids live not with me. I quit. I think Brady's Would legacy is, Brady's legacy is ruined. It's over. See, that's why I think you could quit. He quits. It's a story for a day. Oh no, there's he, nothing. Yeah, there's... And then it's like we just go back to. Oh yeah, he won uh, how many Super Bowls? Exactly. Yeah. There's no. There's yeah. no down. I think it's ego that prevents mm-hmm. you from quitting, but I don't think it's that legacy thing. I he think he that. stays simply because a distraction of his other part of it's his a life. Pretty lousy distraction. <laughs> just At least he just terrible. gets to be with the guys and it's football and you know everything else you know what you should do you should go try to put on 50 pounds by the end of the season you know what Just i start think Hoover he might not have to Sundays. worry about is losing this sunday they're both bad i know they are they're both bad i know they are i know you thought that was gonna be like some daggers it wasn't no no not a dagger stink. it's just that they're playing they're the rams nowhere hey the rams are running back the exact same team that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So I want to take some more of these calls about the Lakers coming up here in just a bit, but this is a far more pressing matter. I think somebody might have uh, some advice, helpful advice maybe, okay. on your side view mirror. Let's go to Westlake Village and Joe. Joe, you're on Travis Lee. What's up, Joe? Yeah, let's talk about the uh, mirrors driving me a little bit crazy. All we have to do is file up an uh, insurance claim. Yeah, so... And all you have to do is pay your deductible. 
the the problem is the deductible was Joe. Thank you for that. I went down that road. Hey, I asked you about that yesterday. It's just Close. like right there. Yeah. Right. So it's not. It would be different if the deductible was, let's say, five hundred bucks. It's a no-brainer. Bang no. a few dents in your yeah. door. Get a new door and a window. Know. <laughs> like, commit some insurance fraud, Al. <laughs> Go knock that out. It also uh, took out the roof at my <laughs> the refrigerator. It took out everything. Yeah. Took out everything. He's not. He's he's not wrong. Jail. It's just the deductible is very close to what the price yeah, is. Yeah, so that's it a very expensive. And then there's year. all the work of just doing all the. I think work. I don't think I haven't filed a claim yeah. in a long time. Is that actually a lot of work? Not no. really. No. I would if it, I would do it if the numbers were different. The numbers are too close. Yeah. Just bang out the go like Southern Sheriff and break your own taillights and stuff and just kind of start ra- running up the tab. Why not? Why do you need four new tires because <laughs> of your? You go. Well, I mean, what, the, back to vandalism. The, obviously, the glass. I think something broke and punch it got a, all the tires. Punch a hole? No, just hey, look. Some punks came by. They broke my mirror, slashed my tires, cut up the interior of the car. Should just. Why are you breathing hard and sweating while you're telling us the story? And why does why do you have four different stories? It's funny to look at these responses. We've been talking about AD, uh, the Lakers, because the Pelicans are in town. So kind of revisiting that whole decision. Um, We've been taking calls, and it's been all over the place, that the Lakers got fleeced, that the Lakers did exactly what they were supposed to do, that they won a championship, that it was worth it, that they should have let the the young group of players mature and see where they were with that. I love how you said it is all over the place. You really can take one call, it's one way, the other one is completely opposite. Is that not representative of the position they find themselves in right now, that there is no clear fix for this, that this was not... At the time, the decision was a no-brainer. You go get Anthony Davis, who was at the peak of his powers, and it paid off. It's a no-brainer. So let, let's not be too quick to say, "Oh, and, I wouldn't." And, have done and it I'm like not that. that. I'm not. I, I don't think you are. Either. I'm not a. I'm not as uh, critical on the trade as maybe somebody else would be. But I, I think they did what they needed to do at that time. I, I do too. They might have overpaid a little bit, but hey, you want to get it done? If I want the house, I'm going to pay. I'll, I'll, I'll put in a little more. I want the yep. house, right? Let, let's go do that. Um, but where you go from here? You take 10 calls, you're getting 10 different plans, mm. or you're at least getting six or seven different plans. About what they should do moving yes. forward. Yes, yeah. and that, that I think is the most interesting part of it all because a lot of times, put it to you this way, when the Anthony Davis trade was being proposed, 90% of people, yeah, no, you got to go get that guy. It was obvious. It was the right thing to do, right? Now there is no obvious thing to do. It's just a bunch of people with opinions at this point, and this comes back to my overriding theme is, who is the person with the decision-making authority? Who is the person with the vision? Who is the person that's going to say, no, 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 I do know how to get us out of here, and we're going to follow this path. And you could make a case that it's Rob. You could make the case that it's Magic or Phil Jackson or any of the other people that we hear his names bandied about, but that there isn't just the guy or the girl makes me think that they're in a really weird, weird spot. Can I Can I do this? I'll play this out for you. And I don't think you and I are being over dramatic when we say this. And this is going to play along the point that you're making. These next couple of weeks seem so important for the Lakers because there is, you know, when you're 0 5, you haven't won a game yet, and you're still, do you see light at the end of the tunnel? Your shooting percentage is down. You can't hit threes. You have historic low from the three point line. You're committing a lot of turnovers. And then you have one game against the Denver Nuggets where you hit some shots, your turnovers are down, and probably most importantly, Russ comes off the bench two games in a row, but specifically the one against Denver where he looks like, hey, the guy kind of has a role. I'm so curious, Trav. They got the Pelicans. They got the Jazz. They got the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Jazz again. They're going to go through the stretch where they're playing, whatever, five, six different teams over a short span. Where are you when you're 15 games in? Because if, if let's say, okay, let me actually do this. Where are you when you're 20 games in? Because if you're 20 games in and you're 6 and 14, you got to understand that getting out of that in the Western Conference, there's a strike. That's just through 20 games. But if you're just, can you hover around 500? I think it takes pressure off the front office to go make a move right away. Maybe it changes kind of the way they look at things. Am I being over dramatic about these next two weeks? No, being- because I think if you go the twenty games is the right amount because it's easy to multiply by four, right? You're six and fourteen; it's a twenty-four win team. What are we doing, right? If you're ten and ten, it's a forty-win team, right? Now, now we're, it's a totally different conversation, and I know it doesn't work exactly but like they that. Could, they could get but better. Get, 
marginally. If 20 games, you kind of are what you are, right? It's not going to change all that the, the, much. So the reason why I'm saying they could get better, as in, let's say they made a trade, let's say they did this, do that, but that's before a trade, right? You have enough of a – that's 25% of the season that's done. It, you, you're going to know where you are. If, you, if you're, let's say, 8-12, and 12, odds are you're going to be a team that's going to finish a little bit under 500. You're going to finish 10 games under 500, give or take, because that's what it is. And I don't know what you start chasing. Now, if you can get to 20 games in your 10-10, and 10, all right, now maybe we can make a deal. We can get a little bit better. And you started out 0-5. Yeah. That means you're also playing good basketball. It, it makes a great deal of difference how these next games go. And I really do think it changed. And again, who's making the call? Whose decision is it? Is it LeBron's? Is it Darvin Ham's? Is it Rob Palenka's? Who? Is it all of them together sitting in a room and trying to come up with a consensus of what they all think is the best way forward? This is the most challenging part, and no one in that group has demonstrated that they have a vision for what's coming next. Nobody. It, it's it's What's coming next has always been tomorrow. Next has been the next week, not the next season, the next draft, the next pick, the next main guy. Now, maybe you could say, we're going to find that guy down the road, but I would love to have had some sense of – this is the guy with his hand on the wheel, and this is the direction we're going. I, I think, still don't know who that is. I think um, I think as I try to kind of emphasize this, that these next couple of weeks can rust. Like, is that is it, isn't it an outlier what they did against the Denver Nuggets? Does it result? I don't think it was the rust thing as much as it was. They just got hot. They made but, shots. But let's just say, like, today after you play the Pelicans and you shoot 35% from three, you have 12 turnovers, and rust looks good again off the bench – you finally kind of feel like you're building off something. You can't do that on one W. Let's see what they do. Am I the only one that noticed that there are three former Angels playing in the World Series and that none of them are star players? Is that is that just me? Is that the, am I the only one that noticed that? Noah Syndergaard's going to pitch Game 5. He wasn't great for the Angels, but he's going to pitch for a World Series team. Yeah. Martin Maldonado is the starting catcher for the Houston Astros. He was with the Angels. Brandon Marsh had a home run last night. He starts for them. He was with the Angels. I'm just saying that this well, they got stars. They need the other. Uh, none of those guys are stars. Maybe Angels put up a banner for this. I mean, why not? It's kind when, of the when is that sale team. needs to get done? Oh, I have one for you. We have a remote coming up um, in about 11 months from right now. I want you to put it on your calendar. I'll tell you what it is. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Al, what are you doing on October 22nd of 2023? All of you guys. Greg, you're going to want to be there too. October 22nd, 2023 in the beautiful city of Pomona, California. I have a. I actually have a dinner reservation. Okay, you're out. I think I know what this is. Do you? Yeah. Let me go last. What's that? Let me go last. And Taylor, I'll, I'll guess. any ideas? Because I'm going. Well, Taylor and I, we already booked. We have a dinner oh, reservation together. together. Okay, yeah. so Taylor's just catching out. up. Emily, what do you think? Am I going to go to the In-N-Out uh, Festival, the 75-year oh, anniversary? The 75th anniversary of In-N-Out Burger will be held at the Pomona Raceway on October 23rd, 2023. That is awesome. And if you don't think I'm going to that, you have not been listening to what I've been saying for the last <laughs> 10 years or so. Why are we not? You why will. are we not already there, setting up? Put our booth together. Let's just let's get ahead Camp of this. Camp out like people for Harry Styles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll do uh, we'll do our live broadcast from there. Sure, like you're mentioning. So we'll go ten A to one, and then uh, I don't know. 
eat a double double every hour for like six hours does that work <laughs> like the in and out challenge was, well that's like the waffle house challenge right yeah, where, yeah. like it was like a fantasy football thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah you had to stay in a oh, waffle yeah, house for 24 right. hours and you could take an hour off for every waffle that you ate so i mean even if you eat eight waffles by the way you're not eating eight waffles you're still in there for why they just hours. they don't they don't just sit in your stomach. Visitors can enjoy drag racing, carnival rides, a car show, food, drinks, live musical performances, and of course, their favorite In-N-Out burgers from on-site food trucks. Did Michael used to do this with you in the pregame show? Where every time, so In-N-Out uh, sponsors the um, one hour to tip off, right? Okay. We're 60 minutes away, still time to get down to In-N-Out. Every time I read that, one hour left before the game starts, wherever Michael is in the country... Right, they're traveling. This is there an in and out near here? Like everywhere, <laughs> every single time, it's the best. Yeah, well, not not everywhere, right? It, it's it's slowly spreading. We, we got Oregon, we got Arizona, Nevada. There's a few. In we Texas. figured out. We figured out there was a theory he had. He said, um, he's like, why aren't they serving in and out at crypto? He's like, come on, why aren't they serving? I, I Michael, they're not going to watch a game, so you're going to have a line that wraps around crypto. Nobody's going to actually watch that? the game. It's the same reason that you can't get like DoorDash or Uber Eats yeah. with Uber with uh, In and Out. They, they, the reason that they do what they do is because they want 100% control over the quality of their product. They're not farming it out to anybody. That, that that's why it's not in so crypto. It's why it's not at Dodger Stadium. Like there's a Shake Shack at Dodger. Yeah, like, right. Why is In and Out here? Because In and Out saying, "Nope, we're good." <laughs> We're, we're, we we the care. only way they would do it is if they opened up an in and out inside of your parking lot right. and that was it and it's our in and out you and they're controlling it <laughs> yeah we're yeah. we're in charge of this Travis, I have a question too so if um for some reason at this festival they have so I don't Chick fil A does this where they have like two locations that have like a slightly different menu so it's like a Hawaiian themed menu and uh, I think one is like a barbecue themed menu if this in and out festival had a slightly different menu, just like slight switches. Would you want to try that, or did you only want to do your traditional in and out stuff? I don't know. Like if they did chicken for some reason, or something slightly different. Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my go-to. I think that's my lethal weapon. In <laughs> it's lethal weapon. It's fresh Prince of Bel-Air. and the Rock and the Rock. Yes, you've you've got your your shots for sure. Um, I I think. What I enjoy about it the most is that you know exactly what it is that you're going to get every single time. That there is no variation other than the variations that they It is offer. what makes them unique. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. You get a double-double, or if you want, you can make a grilled cheese. They'll, they'll alter their menu, but they're not going outside of that. Yeah. It is 75th anniversary, Slee. Selling double cheeseburgers and killing it. How much money would it have to be for you to not go to this? Like, How expensive would the ticket price have to be? What do I get for my price of admission? Okay. Do I, do, okay. <laughs> you get um, a f- uh, food ticket, as in you get a, a item. That's your one I ticket and then and, and a drink. Yeah. Okay. Then you get to, with the price of the ticket, you get to go on two rides. I think you're going, I think if they said, hey, it's $25 a ticket, you're still going. 100%. If it's fifty dollars a ticket, it's it's a close it's Probably a close going. one. But I think it's because it's an event, right? Yeah. So like this is the equivalent of you going to a World Series game. <laughs> Better. Right. I know who's gonna be there. I'm not sure. gonna show up to the World Series and it's the Phillies and the Astros like oh, this isn't what I had in mind. Where mm-hmm. are the Dodgers? I'm getting a double double grilled chili chopped up. Yeah, you're going up to fifty. I might look if it's more than fifty. I'm probably going, but I'm going by You're myself. You're going solo. Yep. <laughs> You're going friend. solo. Like Susan's ticket, if it's a hundred, and yeah. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. But yeah, sorry, but I'm going by myself. Uh, babe, you're not Amanda going to do the remote. We should do it. They're you a partner should. of ours, Lee. Get, get on that. Come on, you're the you get on entrepreneurial. This is guy. Kate. Is that his account? Yeah, Kate. All right, Kate. Kate's old. Let's Kate. go. 75th anniversary all day. All look, you know what we could do? Let's do all the shows. We'll start at 9 a.m. We'll just power through it. Do no commercials. Just eat burgers just on air. in and out. Do just Keyshawn, uh, Jay, Will, and Max out there, too. It's a little early. I, I don't know. Because I, I don't know if they, if they have the grill going, then I'll certainly consider it along the way. Let's try Long Beach and Leon. Leon, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Leon? Hey, Trav. Hey, Slee. How you guys doing? Good, man. Thank right. you. Hey, love you guys' show. Hey, I want to ask you guys, did you guys remember Greg Oden? Of course. Sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's who. That, I just want to say that's who. Um, that's who. Uh, Ad reminds me of. Remember Greg? Greg Oden. He didn't. He he came out. I, I forget. I think Portland drafted him. 
and he was real. He's real good, but he just couldn't stay healthy. I think Odin was drafted. Um, if I'm right, wasn't this the Kevin they Durant. took Odin and KD went after? Yep, KD went. Um, too. It's not so. It's it's a it really is a bad comp. It's not a good comp at all. Um, Anthony Davis has been in the league now for ten plus years, or I think ten years. Has an NBA championship at a time. There was a time where you're also saying, "Hey, that's arguably the best big man in the league." Greg Odin, unfortunately, he never got going. Like, it never happened for Greg Oden. I don't know how many games he played in the NBA. I, I know it wasn't much, but that's – you can't have a – if, if you want to try to find a comparison for Anthony Davis up to this point, I hope whatever that comparison is, you start looking at AD in the next couple of years, and it's like, okay, hey, at least he played 60 games this year, something like that. But the Greg Oden comp is not the comp. Greg Oden basically did not have an NBA career. Basically, didn't play. It just it's it's a sad story. It is bad, sad story. It, it, it yep. sucks, and he it didn't work out for him, and that's too bad. Anthony Davis is an eight time All Star, an NBA champion. He was a 2017 All Star MVP. He's a three time leader in blocks. He was four times All NBA. He's four time All Defensive Team NBA, and he's a member of the NBA's all time 75th anniversary team. We're done here. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, do it. maybe yeah. like a Brandon Roy or a, you know Penny, that's something like that. Brandon Roy and Penny kind of similar, right? They both got off to really good starts, and Brandon Roy couldn't stay healthy. Penny just kind of Grand Hill back. had those moments Grand too in Hill his career. Too. Yeah, Odin never got started. Yeah. Anthony Davis again. Anthony Davis was ranked second in all all the players in the NBA just a couple years ago. Yes, but throw throw that out the window for a second. He he never mind projections from media people. I just the read resume. It. I, I just read not a projected what he's done. resume. That's what he's done so far. I think what's so frustrating for Laker fans is that that version, that that resume, I just that's mm -hmm. not ancient history, right? That that is a version of this player that we saw very very recently. You know, they won that championship. It was October 11th or 12th, something like that. It's two years ago, 2020. It's two years ago. Mm -hmm. That guy was that player two years ago, which is why. It's hard to kind of turn the page, Slee, to what we've been talking about a lot this morning, that that guy may be gone for good. It doesn't mean that a good player isn't still there, but that guy that he's like, okay, I've got one of the best players in the league for the next five years. We'll we'll figure it out around him. That guy's gone. The guy that goes out and gets you 20 and 10 a night's still here. But the is he as good as Giannis? That guy's gone. Is he as good as Jokic? Yeah, that conversation that is gone. gone. It, it, it's Man. done. But can that guy be a really good player on a good team? Yeah, for sure. It, you got to recalibrate your expectations for him. I, I know we were doing this 24 hours ago, and I didn't get a chance to really kind of get your thoughts on it. 24 hours ago, we were talking about the Rams, the trade deadline. You surprised? You surprised nothing ended up happening? Are you disappointed that no, nothing not happened? not disappointed at all. I think they kind of got a break that is, they did get the— Oh, dude. Surprised? I No. Maybe a little bit surprised because they always seem to do something mm -hmm. at the deadline, but disappointed not at all. They, again, not to bring it back to the Lakers, but— this, if I'm a... Is it a concession? I mean, is it, it a... Might be, it, it, it might be a concession to our ceiling is not championship caliber. Our ceiling is maybe we win the division, maybe we get into the playoffs as a wild card, but the odds of us making any noise is very, very low. It's a concession to that, perhaps. It's not like they're not going to try, but when I heard that Brian Burns deal, it's like, What? You're, you that that a that's not on the top ten of the things that you need to get fixed right now. That that was a really lopsided deal in my opinion. I'm glad that that did not go through. So I, I'm not confident they make the playoffs. However, this could be one of those situations where we're just going to roll with what we have. We could still potentially make the playoffs. They got Tampa, who they've handled well over the last couple of years. Arizona after that, we we know what they've done to Arizona. You're at New Orleans. 50-50. They're not exactly. I mean, they lose that game, you wouldn't be surprised. They won that game, you wouldn't be surprised. At KC, put it away. Um, the two games against Seattle, those are going to be tough games. The style that Seattle plays, you can lose them both. Yeah. You still got the Raiders, Green 50 -50. Bay at Green 50 -50. Bay. Denver is done 50 -50. nothing so far. 50-50. The Chargers, that's another team that you don't pay that much attention to. The only reason why I say that is – you could, I think, tell yourself, if we start getting healthy and things start working out and we just play out the rest of the schedule and see what happens, then maybe we get to the playoffs. If they don't, then I think that the trade deadline, I don't think it was a concession. I think it was, 
is it smart to go make a trade with all the holes that we have? And I think the right answer is no, I don't think it was smart. Had they been in on Kareem Hunt from Cleveland, who's basically not playing for them, right? He, he's just – they use Chubb. They, they don't use Hunt. Had they done something like that and got a modest return back, like you say, okay, here's a fourth round or fifth round or whatever it is, just something kind of middle of the pack – yeah, cool. Let's do it because the the running game has been abysmal this year. There's nothing there. I'm interested to see what you might look like with a better back, but I'm not paying a premium to go get somebody, right? The the idea that they're going to pay a premium for McCaffrey, that had to hit, right? Because if that doesn't hit, now all of a sudden, what are we exactly? That Just those, like it has to hit for the Niners. Right. right. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't hit for the Niners, that's a whole different thing. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I didn't mind. I don't think that this team is a championship caliber team. I think I give them a 50-50 shot at making the playoffs. I have not written them off from a playoff team, but it's it's literally, other than Kansas City, I think every game they play from this point forward is a coin flip. And you're, you're going to need to get six heads and only four tails. Yeah. That, that's how that's how it's got to go. So you get nine wins, nine and eight. Yeah. Yeah, I think nine and eight does get you one. It, it almost certainly does, looking mm-hmm. at the way the rest of it is, but... By the way, they could win three of those games. They could win six of them. There's there's nothing I've seen that leads me to believe they're really good. There's nothing that leads me to believe that they're terrible mm-hmm. and are going to get housed against other bad teams. They're they're one of those teams that could lose to anybody and they could beat the bad teams. That's what I'm going to keep telling myself for a couple <laughs> more weeks. The dumps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network got some good stuff in the dump today slee how about this this you know how we'd say every once in a while that things are just on brand that things are just like okay that's exactly what you would expect that guy or that person to do how about this one pete rose okay name slee name me tell me two things you know about pete rose um gambled okay. during uh games yep and that you always tell me that he's not a good guy okay that, that those are two things yeah. gambled on games and a baseball player right and kicked out of baseball for putting those two things together yep. right pete rose will make the first official bet at the hard rock casino in cincinnati on january 1st 2023 <laughs> i mean has anything ever been more on, on brand than that? that is fantastic i will say um the hard rock casino it's a uh it's a good way to get some publicity. It, for sure. Great way to get some publicity. For sure. And But at some point, don't you want to be the guy that doesn't play exactly on brand? You do. <laughs> until Hard Rock Casino <laughs> pays you a lot of money to go do it's it. It's what Alan's doing right now. He's not totally on brand all I, the time. I was going to say, it's it's interesting. It's exciting. Like By the way, if it's on anything other than a Reds game, he's doing it wrong. Was Pete <laughs> like if Rose, he comes in and plays a hand of blackjack, I'm going to be super disappointed. You may know this. In Vegas, what was the place? And it could have been, I think it was, was it Field of Dreams? Is that what it was called? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Memorabilia place? It was a place like that. It may have been that, but I know it was at Caesars. Was it? was there all the time. It was Pete Rose, right? It was. That's right. Probably still is. I think like one time I walked in, I'm like, is that Pete Rose? And then I think a couple years later, I'm like- is Pete Rose still here? So there are there are those things like sometimes when you see a celebrity, right, a, a famous athlete, movie star, whatever it is, and you're like, oh wow, that's Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. right? That's oh, that's Mookie Betts, wow, right? You Woj. when you it's Woj, perfect example, son of a. When when you see Pete Rose by himself at a card table in the middle of a strip mall in Vegas, it's like that's deeply depressing. That because Pete Pete got a billion hits. He was a great player. Yeah, it kind of bumps me out a little bit. Speaking of Mookie, he was the only Dodger to nab a Gold Glove. He got a Gold Glove in right field for the sixth time Damn. in his career. Um, he is a terrific player, a terrific defensive player, and. When I saw that he got the gold glove, I'm like, this is the same guy they're talking about maybe moving to second base? We sure? Do we really want to try to reinvent the wheel here, or do you just say, let's do this again? Like that That's the, a move that's so drastic. It's mm-hmm. like, let's think twice about this. The move to second is just to make room for Judge? 
Potentially, yeah. Otani, Judge. You know, I mean, Otani would DH more than likely, but mm -hmm. it gives you some flexibility. No Mookie in center. You can put Mookie in. You can put Judge in center. Judge played half the season for the Yankees in center. Hmm. But I get what you're saying. Okay, you're going to move him. That's it. Six gold gloves. Yeah, maybe we don't move the guy that's the best outfielder that we've got. Or maybe, you know, Bellinger's not so bad along the way. Uh, Saturday's game between number one, Tennessee. That feels weird to say. Number three, Georgia. It is the most expensive ticket for a college football game uh, on record. Regular season college football game yeah. on record. Current get-in is about 625. Um, that went past Michigan Ohio State, State Michigan. Ohio. Yeah. And the most expensive ticket in the house is a little bit over five grand. I like sports. I like going to games. I and I, I I can see digging deep for a championship situation. Like if 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 this were the championship game and you're a Vol fan, yeah. you're a, you know what? This may never happen. This is first week of November. I, I don't well, let, think let, me, I'm going, let me let me exactly. tell you why. Let me tell you why this is actually a better game than one of those championship games. Once you get to a championship game, neutral site. It's not just the neutral site, but it becomes corporate america and everybody the atmosphere that you'll feel in this game is better than you're going to feel during that national championship game or the super bowl yes right? like the the agreed the experience i think you'll have in a game like this is better i'm just going to use as an example it's not the best the nfc championship game is a much different experience than the actual Super Bowl. No question. The AFC Championship, much different experience. So if I'm going to put in the money, I don't want to be – I'd rather be at one of these unbelievable games where you actually feel like it's a sporting event, less of the corporate event that's going to happen in a championship. I think you're right. I think you're right. The, the argument against would be stakes, like the national championship game. The, the stakes could not be any higher. Sure, I get but that. I think you're right. I think I'd rather do the whole tailgate and be surrounded. Like, Is this game, Emily, do you know, is it in uh, Knoxville or Athens? Let me check that. Yeah, so let, let's it's just... It's on the Pac-12 network. <laughs> it's unavailable at, at, at the bar that we went to at Data Point, that's for sure. It's we'll at Georgia. All right, so it's in Athens, Georgia, and to be surrounded by all that red, to How be surrounded cool that? by... That's that would be pretty cool. awesome. That would be pretty I'm, awesome. I'm not kidding when I say this, and it doesn't even have to be that big of a game. I, I think you already told me. You have not been to an SEC I game. have. Oh, you have been to... I have. All right, well, nice job listening, Al. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're not the only one. Uh, the... <laughs> The uh, the experience of football like that, I really would. I think it would be so cool to experience, and it doesn't have to be that. It could be Ole Miss versus. Well, give me some two good teams. It has I to want, be important to you, right? Yeah. Like for instance, if you went to LSU Alabama, pretty sexy game, right? Do you care? Like, do you care of the result? I don't care, but that's okay. Like, yeah. just being in the middle of it and just kind like of Death Valley, like experiencing embracing that. it is pretty special. I, I, I get it, but let's say it was. I know this is a stretch. Stick yeah. with me. San Diego State in the final four. Yep. Okay. And and you're a San Diego State alum. Yeah. And it's, I already my stomach already started churning. I got nervous. That's what I mean. It's like yeah. okay, the stakes are so much higher as opposed to just oh, this is a cool environment being at the final four in New Orleans or whatever. Your squad's in it. So San Diego State was in Sweet Sixteen Anaheim. This is the year that one of the San Diego State players, I think they went up by four, decided to bump Kemba Walker going into a timeout <laughs> and talk trash. Kemba Walker dropped forty that game and State lost. Being in that was amazing because your team was there, but it's also so nerve-wracking that it was has it has an effect. Speaking of expensive things to go to, Emily, this one's probably more for you and me. Um, <laughs> tickets for the 2023 F1 Grand Prix in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Grand Prix tickets have gone on sale. General admission, Slee, 500. Grandstand. 2500 mm -hmm. and a skybox shared hospitality Sounds ticket like a tailor night to me ten thousand dollars i know you're not pulled into the f1 scene um I, I would actually i would go to an event like this because of the way everybody's making oh. it sound and the fact that it's in vegas you know they're going to do it right a hundred percent and by the way all of those f1 events look like they're pretty sexy yeah. they're in cool spots all that stuff do i get free drinks if i gamble <laughs> while while it's going on it's not monte carlo it's vegas so you could be maybe it's the the price the the point of entry is way too high. Like oh, I want yeah. I want to go. I want to experience one of those races. I'm not spending five hundred dollars for a general admission a to sit on one corner. So here's why it's not too high. Think they'll have problems selling the tickets? Of, of course. Not. I'm not. I understand capitalism. I understand supply and demand. <laughs> As in, especially in Vegas, they're coming. They'll spend it. 
Yes, but if this is something, and I don't know if F1 needs to do this because if they want a casual fan, if they want mm-hmm. Alan Slee to come check it out, you're not coming to check it out for 500. Sure, if there were 100, you might throw you might throw 100 at it. If, yeah. if there was the Los Angeles Grand Prix mm-hmm. and it was 100 bucks to kind of peek your head in and go see it, yeah, if it's a thousand, the point of entry is too high. I want to see one of those Maybe races. it's like you go to Vegas and you're there that week and you see the other races or something. You get to see a, a qualifying, but like, yeah, not for not for that. Oh, of a bucket list events, Monte Carlo Grand Prix. And I'm not the hugest race fan in the world, but the boats, the the situation, the stakes, everything about it. Have not you ever bad. been to no. that spot? That would be a pretty good day. This day in 2005, Los Angeles Lakers center Andrew Bynum becomes the youngest player ever to play in a regular season NBA mm. game. He was 18 years old and six days. You were a senior in high school. <laughs> think about that for a second. Who was selected? Was it? I think it was Gerald Green. I want to say. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I remember when that happened, and here was this guy that was flying through the roof, and nobody really knew who Andrew Bynum was. It was a high flyer. Bynum, actually, when you really look back at his career, he had a good career with the Lakers. He had an incredible impact. He really did. 18 years old. No one is capable of doing anything at 18. He's playing in the NBA. It's still a little super cross talk. So, Mace, do you have, like, your outfits laid out in advance? Because <laughs> yesterday was an SC day. Yep. Today is a Laker day. Today is a Laker day. No, Sean I do. Sean McVay day on Monday. I do a lot of planning when it comes to, I try to always match the hat with tell. the hoodie. I go out of my way to do that because it's a thing that I do and I'm known for. <laughs> What's tomorrow? Do you know what tomorrow is ahead uh, of time? I was thinking going LAFC Thursday and Friday Oh, you're going to double week. dip. Yeah, we and uh, Boston Anderson. Yep. Hey, you know, don't forget Saturday. Saturday is a big game. I'm Trav, gonna, have you ever seen anybody who puts that much thought into their outfit be, be looks as like poorly dressed You would think with that amount of forethought, you'd be buttoned up. This is a nice hoodie. Mason it's a is, nice hoodie. cap. Mason is, and I know a lot of people. Yeah. You are the worst dressed person. I not only that I know now that that I've ever known. Yeah. So I, I who, who was it? One of our GMs said you dress. That like, was actually Colin Coward said I dress like a flood victim. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Jim Lampley who said I always look like an unmade bed. Yeah. So I, I get both, a lot of that. Stuff. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. But flood it's, victim I mean, is but perfect. It, it's radio. radio. It's why I do radio. You're comfortable. I understand. Yeah, yeah, look, uh, it's a very nice hoodie. It is. A, I can, it looks great like hoodie. a brand new it cap. It is a brand new hoodie and yeah. a brand new hat. The streaming thing is throwing everything off. Now I'm like actually paying attention. I'm like, oh, okay, so I can't wear that shirt. Not today. For yeah, two, no days in a row. Day, you can two days in a row. Two days in a row. and your embassy sweatshirt. Yeah. That's like Sleewa 101. Signature. <laughs> if it's I told signature. you that, La Slee, that yeah. Slee went randomly miniature golfing yesterday, would you believe me? Uh, it's not that crazy. Miniature randomly, like just, just on a, very, a whim, just on a whim. Well, I was going to go to the driving range. It's but. a very good. Was it a date thing? Yeah, we went together. Yeah, no, we that's, went. see, that's a that's a cute. I thing. went yeah. just went on a date in high school to a miniature golf place, and I really liked this girl, but she was so bad at miniature golf. The, it just <laughs> oh, wore off. Deal break. You didn't yeah. like her stroke. It just yeah, <laughs> deal and, and any, Like she, like she could barely make contact with the ball and i went it sounds like this lady never Slee had a work. similar situation yesterday she got better All she right. got better as we went along My, i wouldn't uh, have left her at hole three i I'm, yeah right yeah, right I i'm wondering if he's going through a little something i asked him and 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 he says he's okay but just randomly came into work went to magic mountain yesterday i'm like alan sliwa magic That's mountain interesting yesterday just randomly dipped out to miniature what golf you, what are you trying to be i think returning to your childhood what's no, going think, on i think this is what it is mace okay. i think that Look, John's got it a lot different because he's traveling all the right, time. Right. When the Lakers don't have a game, I think I get thrown off by not having something from four thirty yeah. to midnight. Okay. So I feel like I'm like, all right, well, I have one or two of those randomly in a week. Why don't I do something? So, so what's John, next? When you get time off, I don't know. I know what you're doing. You're yeah. gonna go play golf. Yeah. Right. I, I know that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, Mace, it's been hard. It's time, been hard to do lately. I trust would me. imagine. Yeah. You like to go see movies. I, I see a lot of you, movies. You saw one this past weekend. Great I, movie. I thought I knew what you like to do. Well, and, and last week I did. Things. I did Halloween. Halloween ends. Oh, no, you did go see yeah, that. Yeah, but you'll go through a, a, a random movie. Not it's good. not over, by the way. It's not good. <laughs> it's, and it's not over. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not it's end. It's never over. Trav, can lie. I bring up something you said uh, earlier this hour that I completely disagree with? Go for it. You said after 20 games of an NBA season, you know what a team is. I think most often you do, yeah. Uh, I could I could sit here for an hour and give you examples of how that is the opposite okay. of what's true. Bad teams that turn into good ones, both. All right, I'll give you I'll give I, you examples I, I think of good both. Teams You're going to go bad. eight and nine, right? 
Uh, no. I, what I was going to say is the Clippers, when they had Lob City, mm-hmm. were they were undefeated in November and December a couple of times. They were unbelievable. Never even got to the conference finals. Right. You can peak too early in the NBA. I agree with that. I was talking more the other way. Okay, the, so you're saying here's a recent example of the other way. Okay. So I think the way you phrased it was if you're five hundred, if you're ten and ten after twenty games, you can probably figure that's gonna be a five hundred team. Thereabouts. Okay. Last year at Christmas, all right, so way more games in. Do so you remember what the Celtics record yeah. was? I don't. 24 and 24. Okay. They went to the NBA Finals, two mm-hmm. games away from winning the whole thing. Teams peak late all the time. And teams that are great early, like, I, I don't See, look up who is the who leads Phoenix the Western probably, Conference. Yeah, right? Phoenix, I think it's John, Utah's in there too. Five and one or six and one. I will, something Phoenix, like that. Yeah. I'll take the top three teams right now in, in the West, and I don't yeah. know who they are. I haven't looked. None of those teams won't be in the finals. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. My point wasn't that a team that has good players can't get better. My point is, if the team looks bad through a quarter of the season, right? I think thinking that all of a sudden it's like, no, we're going to make up all this ground in the next three quarters is very. Yeah, unlikely. I mean, I, th- I you can spin your wheels a little bit sure. and kind of sit around five hundred and be better than that. The situation that I'm talking about is a bad team. Correct. A, a team yes. with a bad record, right. is very unlikely to have be a team with a good record a, at the end. John, of the a team. Line. Well, so is, the Celtics would be the exception. A team is five. But 500 bad record 6 and 14 well, no i think what you said was if mm-hmm. a team is 500 after 20 games you can figure they're going to be 500 at the end For, yeah, I, I, I think the celtics that. end up winning like 54 games the, last year that's i did say that you're right that's not exactly what i meant i was talking and based, more by about the way a that's the team. that's the miami example What's when the when LeBron example? went to Miami, they started eight and nine. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. eight and nine. They weren't five and fifteen. They ended up in the finals. Right. I think, yeah. see, don't you think there's a cutoff though? Like for example, what what is the cutoff? Five and fifteen, you would say so that his, team's off. It, it's Six also, and fourteen, it, terrible. Yes. Seven and thirteen, terrible. Eight and twelve, getting warmer. Getting it, warmer, right? If the Lakers could go eight and twelve, Slee, look at what is the Warriors' record right now? Um, I they, want to say they're two and. They're off to a bad start. They, they either have two or three you, wins. They, two and they, five? Okay. I, if you gave me right now. Three and five. Three and five. There you go. In the West, Warriors or the field, I would take the Warriors. Hmm. I don't think I would do that. I would take the field. I think the Warriors. Because there's other good teams. Warriors like, are one like, of them. But like who? I think Denver's a good team. I think they the, just lost to the Lakers. I, I understand, but they also beat the Lakers what four days before that. Right, they, they, they're they're a good team. That I mean, I think Phoenix, is Memphis, underperforming. Dallas, Memphis, I think is a good team that could go there. Warriors. I think that, well, Memphis is another example of what I'm talking about. Memphis just lost twice to Utah. To yeah. If Memphis but played Utah record? in the playoffs four this year, they'd smash them. They'd yeah, but Memphis them. is four yeah. and three. Yeah. Right, but and these are not one and five and teams. And these are not think, five and fifteen. I think the teams. question. Five hundred teams. I think the question about. is specific to the Lakers. If the Lakers, we're just talking about how we think this is such a critical stretch. I know it's early, mm-hmm. but what you don't want to see the Lakers is like some of the records that you just pointed yes. out. If they're six and fourteen through twenty games, yep. That's incredibly dangerous for the Lakers because you have 20 games where it is LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russ. And our hope is, and we'll see if this is realistic or not, can they hover around 500? Can right. they kind of can they get through that that 25% of the schedule and you feel like, okay, maybe they're on to something. By the way, if they're Then at, maybe they make a deal. Well, especially at that point. This maybe they make a deal. Will have crawled out of a five, an 0 5 hole. Correct. If they could get That the means five, you're playing good basketball if you're at put 500. Put some money in the bank yeah. at that point. Yeah, I I don't think that the NBA is the one league where the regular season is not necessarily a precursor to what happens in the playoffs. Um, what were the Warriors last year? The three seed? They were third. It's funny because I asked Michael the same thing. I'm like, Michael, they're probably not going to really play caring well, I think about they the could standings be the five the six. in the West. And Michael's like, oh, so you're just going to waste the whole season? I'm like, no, just look at them. They don't, they they don't, don't really, care. They don't need to have home court. They when the don't. Lakers did their three-peat, they only had the best record once. The, the, they, the, that team did not care about the regular season. I agree with the idea, John, that you're saying that the regular season does not necessarily dictate what happens in the postseason. But the difference is, unlike baseball, where the team with the best players 
usually does play the best in the postseason. Right. The the team that the, the Warriors are probably saying that's baseball. No, I'm saying that's not baseball. Oh, that, I the agree. Team, that's the, the NBA. The team with the best players over 162 games always yeah, has the, the best seed. The right. eight seed is baseball, not going to win the once NBA you throw that in, I mean, look, But the, the Phillies, Phillies the Phil- are two games away from there. Correct. Were 16 teams that made the playoffs. The Phillies were the 16th Angels team the year they won were yeah. a wild card. Yeah. They were one game in. There's a randomness to very NFLish too. NFL one and done. Yeah, anything that's one and done, I think is. I think my point is that you, and I think, Trev, you may be falling into this trap. You can almost, my bosses won't like me saying this, but you can almost ignore the first two months of the NBA season. You can. I mean, it just, the teams that look the best in October, November, and December are often not the teams that are there in the end. But that's not the point that I'm making. I, I agree with that. My point is the teams that look the worst are never the good teams at the end. That's different than what you what you're saying is a, a a team that gets off to a mid start, a mediocre start could still be very good. I agree with that. Right. The team that gets off to a bad start, I don't think can be very good. There was a team last year that lost ten in a row. I can't remember who it was, but they lost ten in a row and came back later that year and won ten in a row. That's how That's weird, weird the NBA season can be. And I, I think when they did it, there had never been a team that had done that. That had lost ten in a row. I wonder if it was Boston. And came back and won ten in a row in the same year, but it happens all the time. Something else I wanted to bring up: we on our station and really all the NBA national media spend a tremendous amount of time talking about Anthony Davis's durability. Mm-hmm. The fact that you guys did a segment on today that he's often hurt. I, I think I heard somebody call in and. Compare him to Grego. That was insane. Yeah, he said he's, he yeah, said he's experiencing a lot of pain right now. Yeah. That's what, and he's playing through it. Yeah. That's so what he said the difference yesterday. between Anthony Davis and Greg Oden is Anthony Davis is a six-time All Star who's been first-team All NBA. Yeah. He's yeah. a Greg Oden never had any of those. He's a things. four-time All NBA player. He's a right. four-time defensive top All-NBA. seventy-five. But, yeah. So here's here's my thing. I think that if you went back and pulled podcasts of your show and our show, I think that we we bring up Anthony Davis and his durability at least once a show, and mm-hmm. probably more than that. How many times do we bring up Kawhi's durability? Al brings it up all the time. Al, I, Al, that's that's why the is song his nickname not Street Clothes? Anthony Davis played in a hundred. There's, but it's there's a reason why he's a Clipper. Yes. No, no, no. That, that, no, no. That, that is the reason. The answer. That we is talk, literally the did, reason. Did we yesterday, yesterday? yesterday, nobody yesterday. talks about the Clippers. We mm-hmm. did it yesterday, and it was the point was what you're saying, Mace. I brought up Kawhi Leonard. He's down again. Yeah, has that he's averaged going to miss six games in a row after this twenty since including 2017. His last year in San Antonio, where he only played nine games. Right. Okay. He's averaged 30 games a season, give or take. Right. Okay, that's virtually nothing. It speaks to what we think about the Clippers, yeah. that we don't talk. Because if Anthony Davis misses a couple of games in a row, it's the, it's it's, the lead, it's story. The lead reverse, story. Reverse places. If Kawhi was a Laker, oh my his gosh. nickname would be street clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And if Anthony Davis was a it's Clipper, not a we would not thing. be talking about It's him. a Clipper thing. Yeah, right? it's a Clipper thing. He and, said and it, if you the think relevancy about it, is of there that. A, in all of professional sports, has there been a bigger waste of money? Than Kawhi Leonard's salary for the last two years, Hard which is a max contract, by the way, forty plus million a year. Didn't play at all last year, not one Didn't, game. Wasn't he the the mastermind behind the idea of sending everything they had to to go get PG? And PG he has was, actually been good. He yeah, has PG's been good. Been yeah, good. he has yeah. been good. But by the way, little known fact: Anthony Davis played more games than Paul George last year. Yeah, but I think Mason's right. The fact that Anthony Davis is a Laker and the Lakers are. The biggest team in town and and what everybody talks about. He's under a a, a magnifying glass. It stuns me, though, that Kawhi is never brought up as the the worst signing in the history of the Clippers. And think about the Clippers. (laughs) It's a good point. (laughs) But if he played for the Knicks, the Lakers, the Celtics, we'd be talking about it. I'd be watching segments. Like, for example, today I was, uh, you know, I I DVR, get up, and then I watch the Sports Center uh, that comes after. And there are Lakers segments on every show. Every show? Every show. I never see a Clippers segment. They never say, let's break down the Clippers. No! It's Hannah Storm doing a segment with Jay Williams about the Lakers. Mm -hmm. It's every Every single show. And then they do the Knicks. And then and they, and they do the, do the, the no, no, story Brooklyn, of the Brooklyn day. Has Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn has jumped in. But only because it's burning. Only yeah, because it's burning. an absolute mess. Did you guys hear but like, that? Moving forward right now, and so think about this. Like, Kyrie has become toxic for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, Trav, you can have for the rest of this season. Yeah. Kyrie Irving or Kawhi Leonard, who do you want? <sighs> Which team do I have? Lakers. 
I think I'd take Kawhi Leonard. I would too. Knowing that he I didn't play at all last I, I, year and has been six years and you have Anthony Davis. I, I know, don't I know, the, I know the point you're I making. I don't yeah. know if there's yeah. a player in the NBA I would want on my team less than Kyrie yep, Irving. I agree. I, I, I really don't. I, I, know I he's found a great one. Player. I found he one. Is radio wait, wait a minute. Active. Wait a minute. I don't. You wouldn't. What about Russell Westbrook? No, he's not. I, I honestly Russell would rather Westbrook have Russell isn't, Westbrook. Isn't, Wait, I would rather have Russell Westbrook. You would? I, 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 you not, you've said priority I one. I do just not to get want rid of Kyrie Russ. Irving on my team said, under any circumstances. Okay, never. Under any circumstances do I want Kyrie. Yeah. And I said it all summer long, I don't want Kyrie. I said, summer I wanted him. You, you, what I trumped him it was summer. you said... No matter what, you priority one, no matter what, you have to get rid of Russell Westbrook. This would do it. Difference is, so, Ky- I do not believe Russell Westbrook is a bad human being. I don't either. I do believe Kyrie is. There's, I, for, I don't know if he came up with this, but the first person I heard say this was Jerome Bettis. So I'm going to give credit to Jerome Cap- Bettis. He had a line that has resonated with me ever since I heard it. And Kyrie Irving falls squarely into this category. If everywhere you go it smells like crap, it's probably you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a good freaking line, right? It's true, and and, and, and and I mean, if if that doesn't fit Kyrie Irving, I don't know what does. Yeah, I want and, no and part of Kyrie I, Irving. I need no part of that. How great is that line, by the way? Yeah, so, that, I, I'm going to steal it. <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's spectacular. Yeah, but he, don't source it. Just say it was yours. Yeah, no, say it was. Well, yours. you can give credit to me. I give credit. No, I'm to giving Bettis. credit to Bettis. <laughs> yeah, right, fair enough. You get no credit. I, I'm used to it. All right, Mason and Island coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.